All right, welcome to Hike Talk Repeat. This is the first recording this semester, uh, spring 2024, I'm going live on Monday and at 4 o'clock. Every Monday at 4, you can hear us. We might be moving the time to 5 just to get a little bit more explicit, but we're, nice. we're doing 4 o'clock at the moment. I'm joined with Justin, Justin May, the one and only. Yeah, definitely the one and only. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So Justin is my boy. He went to Cal State Long Beach. And when did you graduate? 2008. 2008. Yeah. So, dude, Cal State Long Beach legend. <laughs> not in the Raptors. Not in the not, Raptors. Not in the Raptors, but all in your hearts. Yeah. The the, the story. The scores go above and beyond. They still they still hit the freshmen these days. They still hit the freshmen these days. They still hear about J May. This is true. Yes, dude. So yeah, Justin, you uh, you play a little volleyball here. Yeah, you yeah. know. So I uh, yeah. So I started playing volleyball my freshman year in high school. Yeah. Um, I was a basketball kid. Oh really? And uh, we I grew up in Corona, California. We didn't even have men's volleyball in our school district. Oh, yeah. And so a man by the name of Phil Sutherland, he actually started men's volleyball in Corona. Um, his son, Tanner, one of my best friends, played at Pepperdine. And um, Pepperdine, who just got smoked by Cal State Long Beach. Smoked by the beach, baby. <laughs> let's go. And, uh, yeah, he came to one of my basketball practices and was like, hey, do you want to play volleyball? And I said, no way. <laughs> uh, when you when you don't know volleyball, all you think of is PE volleyball, and you know I I played play football, basketball. I was like I like physical sports, and and then so I told him no, and he ended up coming a few practices later and said, hey, let me take you to a game. And random story, my mom actually knew Phil from back in the day in grass tournaments, and so it wasn't just some. There was that connection there, and kind of immediately grass tournaments. So they have, you know, just like beach tournaments, but they have real fun, like like grass tournaments. Oh yeah, you like know, you go to the park, park. as a picnic, and uh, yeah, but they you but throw they, up the net, and you're yeah, like, but, is it. but they do like legit tournaments. So it's like okay. a, there's like a um, a Tracy Murphy grass tournament in Fountain Valley that's uh-huh. hundreds of people, and My, it's like Miles Square Park. Yes, yeah. Miles Park exactly. I played some baseball tourneys there growing up. Oh nice, yeah, okay. and. Uh, so, yeah, he said, hey, let me take you to a, to a game and see if I can change your mind. And he actually took me to a Long Beach State versus UCLA match. And I was like, wow, this is volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are, you know, 6'6", yeah. 6'9", six, 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 crushing balls, you know, 80 miles an hour. And it was unlike anything I've ever seen. So I said, all right, I'll give it a shot. Was Knight the coach back then? He was. Yes, yeah, so you must have been he pretty was. fresh. Yep. Because yep. that was like around, what, like 2003? That, that was... No, this was 99. 99? 99 was my freshman year. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I saw that. I said, all right, I'll give it a shot. And first year, I was absolutely horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then by my second year, I actually made the junior national team. Oh, okay. And so we had a tryout. There were three tryouts across the United States, um, and one was in the pyramid. And I was just having fun. I just wanted to go and see what it was about. I didn't expect to do anything. I wasn't good. Yeah. And sure enough, I ended up getting a letter about a month and a half after that I was selected as one of the top 15 kids in the United States. And after that, it was, it was a, that moment I'll never forget. Yeah. You know, I, we were at a, I was at, my mom had the letter. We were at a Coco's. 
Yeah, Coke. I remember Cocos, man. There's oh. not many Cocos around anymore. <laughs> no, that chocolate bread, that brown bread. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't beat that. It's, it's, pumpernickel. Oh, yes. I don't know. What it, I don't know. Yeah, I don't brown think so. bread. I don't know. It's brown bread. Yeah. And um, she, I remember her handing me the letter, and I opened it, and it said that I made the team. It was one of the most shocking. We weren't expecting this. This is my second year playing, you know. And it was yeah, it was incredible. And I was at the Olympic Training Center, you know, training for a few months and with some of the best players around, like it was, it was wild and just got thrown into it really quick. And then from that training is when I really started taking it really serious. And um, yeah, by my junior year, I had my scholarship to Long Beach State, full ride, and came to this beautiful, legendary place. <laughs> yeah, man, no, it's funny because there's like, volleyball has a lot of, if you want to say origin stories like that, where it's like, I didn't know anything about volleyball or there was no team, so why would I even think about it? Yeah. You know, like uh, 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 last semester, I had uh, not fall, but spring, Brian Gimilero came and spoke in one of my classes. Nice. And that was kind of yeah. like his thing where he's like, okay, there's nothing going on for women's volleyball, or really volleyball in general. So he kind of just bullheaded the operation in here. Yeah. yeah. He's an absolute he, he got, legend. He got, his own, he got his own sponsorships just through cronies, basically. And, you know, they got a new locker room from donors where the school's like, we're not going to give you any money. Yeah, and lo and behold, and like of course the men are dominant now. The women are rebuilding. Yeah, they got Tyler Hildebrand. Your boy, boy Tyler Hildebrand, the uh, the all time leader in assists in Cal State history. Yep, like the massively golden hands. See, I, I actually looked this up last night during the game. He had, he's got like sixty six hundred assists. That's pretty crazy, man. Tyler's wild. I don't know he, what it is per game, per set or whatever, but that's that's a big number. Tyler was the epitome of a captain. Like, that's one of those guys that busted you so hard, right? Yeah. And, like, it's one of those, like, it's that love-hate relationship, yeah. right, at, yeah. at times, because <laughs> he just, he works you. He can be, you know, he's hard on everybody, but that's the stuff you respect, and he is an absolute legend. He's one of my he's one of my close good friends now, and he's what he's doing for this program already is so beautiful. I'm so happy to see him back here. It's great. Yeah, dude. So maybe like so yeah. There's a there's a a, um, a setter on the women's team that her name's Zayna Meyer. Okay. Yep. And she did she averages like 10, 11 assists per per set. She's pretty she's pretty incredible. Amazing. Yeah, dude. Uh, also, there's the libero. What do you say? Libero or libero? Libero. Libero. Tomato, tomato. The dude, the dude that calls the Olympic volleyball it's just threw a whole wrench in my operation. The way he, because he says libero. Where's he from? I don't know. America. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think it's one of those. I think it's a tomato, <laughs> tomato type thing. Um, even though nobody really says tomato, but um, yeah. Yeah, unless you're, you're British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do <laughs> Europeans used to say libero? Libero. Wait, what else they say? Libero. Yeah, that Le one. Libero. Yeah. Libero. No. It's definitely, not, it's definitely, not, definitely <laughs> not that one. I don't know. It's, it's an Italian word. Yeah, yeah. What it means freedom or free or something like that. Does it? Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know. That makes sense. Yeah. They are free to run the backcourt, dig everything there is. Free to substitute for whoever they want, you know? Not close, but yeah, almost, yeah, kind of. You can't sub for whoever you want? You gotta go, they're going in for they're going for in for middle blockers usually. Oh, usually for the, for the back row. Okay, okay. For the yeah. back row, yeah. Um, yeah, they got the freedom to roam that back court and kind of you know move wherever they need to be. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you go, you go. Where'd you go? Corona High. Uh, Santiago. 
Santiago. <clears throat> Who's that named after? Saint Santiago. <laughs> I don't know. No idea. We were the, we were the Some sharks. famous explorer that uh, found, yeah, the found the borax the mines out in the San, San Bernardino. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, we were the Santiago Sharks. Yeah. And we were nowhere by an ocean. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Which we are. Okay, dude. Like, we, we have a shark as our mascot now. Yep. Which is like, it's whatever. I'm... I just—it's very confusing calling it calling a, a a beach event, you know. Like for example, you have the Alabama Crimson Tide; their mm-hmm. mascot's an elephant. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make any sense, right? <laughs> Absolutely. But it, it's it's much easier to say the Alabama Crimson Tide than saying the Long Beach State Beach. Yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue. It feels weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you either have to the say the beach fluidly. or Cal State Long Beach because you can't say the Cal State Long Beach Beach. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> Never thought of it that way, but yeah. Yeah, we we started out the season against Long Island University, mm-hmm. and they are the Long Island Sharks. And they, they, they I don't know, I kind of like their shark branding a little bit more than ours. I don't know if I've seen that branding yet. It just says sharks yeah. on their jerseys. A yeah, but nice. I mean, like, not the branding, but like the, the photo of the shark says a lot about, you know, it says a lot about it. You know, if it's a soft shark, it's a, if it's a vicious shark. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. got the shark lab, which I've never been to. I haven't been, you know, I'm, what is the shark lab? <laughs> exactly. Right? It's I know it's a big deal. Apparently, they sell T-shirts and gear in the in the bookstore and stuff. It's right over. It's like the, the marine bi- like biology. It's in the science building. So I guess what they do is they go. They actually go out on boats. They'll tag sharks and then sometimes they'll bring them back in to just rehab them and then they'll end up in a, the aquarium or something like that. Oh, nice! You gotta check that out. I should check it out. Yeah, yeah. you're on campus a lot more than I am, so you need to see that. <laughs> yeah, I'll have yeah I'll have a lot more time to check it out. I guess. <laughs> But anyway, so you got you got so we're talking Tyler Hildebrand here, right? Yep. Tell me, you're like he's an intense guy, you know. Um, well, like what happened in a game that you could, if you can recall? I know this might be a little hazy time in your life here. You know, it we was, were talking about the post practice Avenue Three sessions on the way over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, he's again, he's just one of the. He's it's it's a true leader, and like as you know, as you adapt now as you know, grown man rather than just a child at the time, not understanding what true leadership was. Yeah. You know, like you look back on it now, and it's like, I would do the same thing with my mindset now, but he just, he, he, he had that from an early stage. You know, but he's one of those guys, like I remember one of the first games I got into, you know, I had a decent pass. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. You know, but he comes yeah. over and grabs my jersey. He goes, you need a pass right to the net, right on me. And I just remember being so shook, you know, but then after it's like, yeah, I better do that. It's the stuff that he's on you, but it's, it's all out of love. It's all out of passion, and he's a winner. You know, it's just it's one of those things, again, now it's, you know, looking back, it's like, you, you know, Tyler was the man. Right. You know? And you knew, it, you knew it then, you know, but it's just, uh, yeah, it was different. Yeah, and a lot of people lose the message because of the Emo- way it's sent sometimes. Yeah, you know? the it's emotional just, feeling behind it. Right, Whatever. but you need it. Like when you're, you know, if you're, if you're really into winning and being competitive, you don't care if somebody's yelling at you to be better. Absolutely. Yeah, you encourage it like you're saying, you know. But Absolutely. And that, a- was, that was one of those things that, you know, when I came into Long Beach, it was a whole, you know, when, when I played in club, we won a gold medal at Junior Olympics. And when, when we were in that environment, somebody, you, somebody comes up and says, you got to do that word. Yes, absolutely. There wasn't a second thought about that. But for me, I think there was this huge transition of, coming into the big leagues now and right. my, my yeah. nerves took over and I wasn't the same confident player that I was 
when we won the gold medal at Junior Olympics when I came here. You know, it was like what position did you play? Opposite. Oh, okay. Opposite. Cause I'm a lefty. Oh. They had me at Long Beach. They had me play a lot of outside as well because I could pass well, but I hated playing outside. I couldn't hit well. It wasn't. It wasn't my. You know, I didn't feel comfortable there. Right. But okay, opposite. Yeah. Opposite. I loved. That's your spot. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. And Hildebrand said the most beautiful beaches. The beach is like a a, a quick five. So, so a five is the back set. Okay. Right? But a beach would be a very low, fast. So you get on that ball quick and jump up and, you know. So it's, it, it gives the yeah. uh, the blockers less time to get there. Right. Yeah. You timing. Know? It's more of a timing play. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You got to okay, really dial yeah. that in. Yeah. Yeah, did he? Did he have that? Do you have that? I've seen this with Zayna quite because I've qu- covered quite a few of the women's games. We're getting warmed up with the men's season right now, but Zayna, she would have these really great like head head heads up moves where she'd go up like she's about to you know set up a, a kill, and then she just knocks it right Dump over right the over. next dumps it right over the the net. The the beauty about the setter position is their eyes have to be on everything. Yeah. Right. So it's the quarterback of the team. Yeah, you know, so they're they're seeing what you know we're doing before we know what we're doing in a way. Yeah, you know, and same with the other side. They're they know where each player is on that side because they have to see the blockers. Right. So they're if they see a blocker out of place, they're going to attack that. You know, so if there's two blockers on the on the outside and they're cheating over, that's when they're going to flip it back. You know, so they got to have their eyes everywhere. So they're very visual and. It's, you know, it's the quarterback of the team. Yeah, speaking of blockers, like, sometimes it doesn't matter whether or not they're in position. So, back to that first game against LIU, right? Yeah. I think it was uh, Shiopani's that goes up, just fucking smacks this ball, right? And, uh, you know, two guys growing up to going up to block it, hits this one dude in the face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And this ball goes 35 feet in the air. It hits the speakers hanging from... <laughs> yeah. Hanging from the pyramid, and it goes out of bounds. And the guy stayed in for... You know, maybe a couple points, but his coach was kind of just like walking around the sideline, looking at him, checking out in on him, and his face is just getting redder yeah. and redder and yeah, redder. Yeah. So then they took him out for the rest of the I'm sure he got a concussion, dude. Yeah. You know, so you was, can't take something like that to the face and just be all right. Dude, so funny story. When I, my first year at the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs, we, there was a guy, named, his name is Steve Klosterman. He, uh-huh. he played for UCLA, and he was our outside hitter on the, on the you know, junior, junior Olympic team. And one of my buddies went up. We were playing against each other, and one of my buddies went up and hit an outside hit, and it, same thing, went off his dome, went <laughs> straight up. And they, because they, they have, you know, people around the side watching this stuff constantly. They took him right in, and he ended up not being able to play because they, he had a serious concussion oh, I believe from it. that. You know, you, these yeah. balls are going, you know, 80 miles an hour. Yeah, you know, especially you when you're just that, getting up. I, and you would, crush a good one. Okay, would you like to, were you a two-footed jumper, or did you get off on one foot every once in a while? No, two feet only. Two feet only. Usually the only ones who will do a one-foot jumper will be a middle blocker if they're doing... Uh, like, it happens more with, with women as well because they'll do a slide and they'll jump yeah. around the backside and they'll jump off one foot. Mm-hmm. Men don't really do that. Okay. Um, Less power? Um, yeah, there's just... I don't... It's just kind of... It's just, it's just different. It's a different movement. It's just a different movement and it's just... For me personally, I we I had a couple plays that I would try to run an X two, and we tried a few times to jump off one foot because I come from I came from basketball, right? Yeah. So I can almost jump higher off my right leg only than I could off two feet. 
Right. Right. Right leg because because you're a lefty. Lefty. Yeah. yeah. For me as a right, I can jump off my left foot better. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So you know we we tried that a couple times, but it's just one of those things that never stuck. I just it's just not. I think it's just more in the women's game than you see it in the men's game. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you had to get a little more crafty that way. Um. But yeah, dude, that's that's pretty. So. The uh, the studs for Cal State, at least the Big West players of the week last week, were Clark Godbold and Simon Torwey. Like, and first off, Simon Torwey is from Spain, I think. Mm-hmm. So it must be Simone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. These kids, these kids are they're, they're really they're really feeding into the system. What if, okay, but like when you were a coach, you coached, right? Yeah, I coached for fuck, almost 15, 20 years. Who did you coach? Fifteen years. I coached um, multiple clubs, HBC, LBC, Riptides, Seal Beach, um, but I had coached. My, you know, si- my sister played Seal Beach. Club. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, in like middle school and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so we had, uh, was, my last year coaching was actually for HBC, and it was with, um, I coached TJ DeFalco, mm-hmm. um, you know, who's, who's national. He's one he's, of the best players in the world right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's an absolute savage. Yeah. Um, Josh Twaniga, and he's the setter for the national team. Um, they both, he was the setter at Long Beach when they played together. Um, so I coached them their 17s and 18s year. Oh, nice. And, yeah. yeah, and the Junior Olympics and all that, and. And then that was right before they got recruited to Long Beach, played together. So they got to have the transition from HBC club, playing together, knowing each other's styles, straight into college. And, you know, having, they already had that beautiful dynamic together. And it was a great thing to see. Yeah. Volley, it seems like volleyball players coach. Yeah. You know, you're, not just, you're not just like, okay, you know, I'm not sure how many of the basketball players are coaching like an AAU team. In their in their free time, that's true. Yeah, but I know a lot of volleyball players do exactly what you're talking about. I think it's, it's just, a community. It's such man. a community. Like, yeah. You said it perfectly right there. It's a community, and it's such a it's a fun community, and we just want to keep spreading like the love that was spread to us, mm. you know. And it's just like a, it's a close knit, you know. Basketball is so big, you know, mm. and it's it's just volleyball is getting there, but it's not. It's, it will never be like that, you know. And nah. it's just it's just it's a different community, and it's it's very close knit, and it's fun. Yeah, man. You know where volleyball was invented? <laughs> where the Volleyball Hall of Fame is? No, I do not. Western Massachusetts, Holyoke, Holyoke, Mass, dude. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's which is <laughs> like basically it's just it's about it's about a half hour away from where my parents grew up, which is where basketball was invented. That's wild. Yeah. Massachusetts. Gym dude. sports, man. How do they do they even have does Massachusetts even have a like a women what women's team is their women's team good? I have no idea. It's I don't know. It, like Holyoke is there's no I don't think there's a UMass in Holyoke. You have, UMass Amherst would be the closest one. I could check it out. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah. Nice fun fact. Fun fact: Brian Jimalero is in the in the volleyball Hall of Fame over there in Holyoke. Is he? Yeah, he what? is, dude. I, I was wearing I was wearing a uh, a Wait, why is he, why? I was wearing a Treehouse Brewery shirt, which is a br- really famous brewery in Massachusetts. Okay, and I, I somehow like brought it up, and I didn't even know the Hall of Fame was over there. Like I had been told that it was invented in Holyoke, and he's like, "Oh yeah, the the Volleyball Hall of Fame. I'm in, I'm inducted in, into into Volleyball Hall of Fame." So I brought up Springfield for some reason. And I had the shirt on too. How funny! I, <laughs> that's great. I mean, it doesn't surprise me that he was, you know, inducted into a Hall of Fame, but it's over there. But I guess if that's what yeah. it's invented, then they brought you know the legend over. Yeah, they got. They have. Uh, yeah, UMass. but he didn't have any ties to them, did he? 
Brian, Jim, Brian Gimilaro? It's just the Volleyball Hall just of Fame. The, oh, just the like how there's okay. a Basketball yeah, yeah, yeah. Hall of yeah, Fame? Yeah, yeah, okay. It's not the school Hall of Fame. It's just... So, yeah, UMass does have volleyball teams. Yep. So one is men's club volleyball. It's, I was going to say but, it's got to be club. Well, no, women's <laughs> volleyball. Yeah, I would assume they'd have women's, but I just don't know of men's. So I would assume it'd be a club team there. Women's vo- or girls' volleyball is the most famous girls' sport yeah. in America. Oh, do you see these these Nebraska games now? That's when they were showing the highlights for that Nebraska game. That's why they said it on SportsCenter. Dude, and I keep repeating it because it's amazing. It's in- absolutely incredible. Yeah, when they like had it out in the outdoor, sta- the outdoor football stadium, yeah, and it was sold out like yeah. seventy how seventy thousand. I don't know how many people, but like that's beautiful. Yeah, it's kind of weird though. Like the, you already know, like it's really weird that. There aren't as many men's volleyball squads as there are women's volleyball squads. Like, for example, if you look at the schedule for the men's team, you know, they're playing some school called King. Just random random schools. You know, yeah. obviously there's the Hawaii's, the UCLA's, the Pepperdines, um, Penn State. They're gonna be playing Penn State at yep. the pyramid this season. I mean, they're hosting the national tournament. So there it's there are the big names and stuff, but to fill up a whole season, you gotta play Concordia from Irvine, which yeah. is going down tonight. You know, I think a lot of that just stems from, you know, you go to, I was watching this funny clip and it was, this, it was this, you know, older, older black gentleman from Texas. By the way, Justin, the clip master. The what? The, the Instagram clip master, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, just sending the most hilarious stuff over social. <laughs> so he, it's this, it's this older black gentleman and he's like, he's doing this whole thing. It's like a three minute video and he goes, you know what? I was watching. He kept, he always says man's volleyball. I was watching man's volleyball, <laughs> and you know he goes. I grew up in Texas. You know you have your you have your you know your boys play football. You know you want that physical. You don't play man's volleyball. That's a women's <laughs> sport. He's like, but I was watching these guys, and if Zeus were to play a sport, Zeus would play man's volleyball, and <laughs> just goes off That's on funny. how amazing men's volleyball is. But like, it's, yeah. I think it goes back to if you're not around it. Right, and you see, you know, it's, it's you're not around it. You don't understand it. Anybody who's, you know, mm-hmm. if you're if you like sports, if you like, you know, a, a competitive, you watch a high level competitive volleyball game. Yeah, you it's it the game the your whole perception changes, and I feel just you know in a lot of places around it's just not, it's not around them and they don't see it. You know, so it's it's just slower progress. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, you think about it, you know, sign up your kid for a t-ball team, you get into Little League, Yeah, there's a basketball court sitting at every single park, so it's just easy to play with your friends or by yourself even, yeah? Yeah. Volleyball is much different. You you don't need a gym, but I feel like the pickup pickup volleyball game would just be beach volleyball, which, if you're not conditioned, so hard. Yeah. I, I, I love beach, but it's a, it's a phenomenal workout. But, yeah, beach is one of my favorites. Yeah. Tough, dude. Yeah. Be- you, beach, beach you is, think, beach be- is, you think beach is more popular than indoor? Um, okay, domestically and then versus internationally. Internationally, yeah. Big, yeah, big, it, big difference. Internationally, it's, it's indoor, right? I would say internationally is indoor, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then here is it's probably beach. Like if, if Misty May didn't play beach volleyball, I don't think she would be as famous – as if she played indoor volleyball Absol- Na- nationally. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, they had the run. Yeah, all the gold medals. they won, like, three gold medals in a row or something like that? I think it was more than that. I think it was more than that. She was an absolute like 16, savage. 16 years of dominance, dude. Oh, it was so yeah. funny. So, Miss, so 
I, I, I've known Misty for a while, and we shared the last name. No, you know, no, uh, no relation. No relation. Okay. But she maybe um, though. Said, you know, never. Hey, know. you know, never who knows? <laughs> and uh, it's funny, like every time the, the maze, you know, jerseys and the rafters. Yeah. You know, hey, you know, that was mine. <laughs> really? No, yeah. no. You, no, you guys wore sleeves back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that a completely different cut? <laughs> yeah, no. But she opened up because um, I used to train when I was doing a lot of beach. Um, you know, t- so the guy I was telling you about earlier, my buddy Tanner Sutherland, um, who played at Pepperdine. Him and I were beach partners growing up, and we won. You know, AAU nationals. We had never lost a tournament. Him and I playing together um, in three years. And um, anyways, I used to train with like Karch Karai, Mike Lambert, and you know, Don Huntington for years. Mm-hmm. Misty May would always be there. And um, you know, doing her training as well. So I, I'm, I'm. Where's she from? Huntington. Oh, she's from Huntington. Yep. Oh, okay. And um, and her father Butch and all that. So she ended up opening a gym Damn, in Irvine. But, Butch May sounds Butch, like a, a movie character. Everything dude. that you think his name sounds like is who he is. <laughs> yeah, Butch he's May. an absolute boss. I like that. Just, yeah, yeah, he's great. And she ended up opening up a, a massive facility in Irvine. And it was called, uh, first it was like the, it was the Misty May Trainer Center. Um, and I actually got a call from her because I was, I helped, to, like, I helped open that whole facility. Um, it was a massive volleyball program there. And now they're doing a ton of, st- ton of different stuff there. But yeah, I remember getting that call from her and, and opening so that whole facility. Is, and, is that just back from my sister's club days? Is that, so they would host club tournaments, right? Yeah. And there were just, is, is it, because I remember there was a place in Orange County. I'm not sure if it was that one specifically, but just a massive, building and they would put nets in between the courts so you can just yep. have a bunch i think there, i think my sister the, played there actually. there's one so there's one in anaheim okay that's the anaheim convention center okay. or no and i'm sorry the anaheim sports center uh, okay so that was the original big one and then oh. this one opened up um way a while after but like the anaheim uh. sports center is where like all the olympian like well they're going like they're, that's their training training grounds oh no kidding yeah I saw Denzel Washington at one of her tournaments, at oh, yeah. either there or there. I don't know which one it was. Nice. Yeah, he was just sitting there. His daughter was playing. Nice. Yeah. Good old Denzel. Yeah, wearing that Yankees hat. The Yankees hat. I almost took it off of him. <laughs> By the way, I'm wearing a Red Sox hat, whoever's listening. <laughs> I wanted to take it off him while I was wearing the Red Sox hat. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have had to have the Red Sox hat for it to resonate and have his people that. <laughs> I'm sure there was a security guard in the yeah. wing just waiting, just for, waiting for, just, <laughs> for an 11 year old kid to just <laughs> yeah. snag him. Yeah. Denzel's dope though, dude. Favorite Denzel, I, favorite Denzel movie. Oh, dude, I just watched Man. I don't know if I said my favorite. Uh, American nah, Gangster is great. Fire, man dude. on Fire is yeah. phenomenal. I loved Man on Fire. I'm, American Gangster was American awesome. American Gangster is phenomenal. I mean, you can just go on. But John Q, I cried like a baby during John Q, dude. Do you remember that movie? I don't think I remember. Oh my god, dude! It's like it's it's just intentionally meant to make you cry. It's the dad, his kids in the hospital. He doesn't have like health insurance that'll cover it, so they won't operate him on something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So he holds the hospital hostage. Oh, nice! (laughs) Yeah, man, it's it's real intense. Oh, that's cool. It's real intense. Not not one of my favorite ones though. Training day also. It's it's what he won. He won the Academy Award on Training Day, right? Yeah. Yeah, King Kong ain't got King nothing Kong on me. King Kong ain't got... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just looking around that hard face. He's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry Crews was one of the one of the gangsters on the block. <laughs> Just <laughs> flexing like his pecs. <laughs> did you ever or see... Was he, yeah, go ahead. Did, did you ever see that... Um, 
it was an Old Spice commercial with Terry <laughs> Crews where he's playing all the instruments by flexing. Yeah, it's yeah. Just so ridiculous. Well, dude, apparently he directed those. I bet he did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude. Just tape a bunch of things to me and just let me flex. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's made a better a better living than just being jacked than Terry Crews. Absolutely. Because it's not like he has to fight or do like, you know, oil himself up and get on a stage and flex like the bodybuilder competitions yeah. or whatever. He's just like, ah, just I'm just going to pop these packs. I'm going to, you know, chase around the Waynes Brothers. The <laughs> white chicks. I wonder if... I'm curious if there is a movie where he yeah. has not flexed his pecs. I don't know. You know, you know how, he, how he got into entertainment? No. So he used to be a, a football player. Okay. And he, w- he just wasn't going to make it. So he started, he started doing portraits for his teammates, like the successful ones, and they would buy them from him. Get out of here. I swear. I'll pull up some pictures right now. <laughs> yeah. Like taking photos or draw, like no portraits as in like he's, and, he, he's, and even in those in those old spice commercials. Like this is uh, so let's see if we can find it here. Terry Crews has got an art game as well. Jack of all trades. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a killer, bro. Some of them are pretty funny. Like you see the, you see this one right here. Is that, which is that Mount Rushmore? Yeah, it's Mount Rushmore with random faces on nice. it. Nice. So we have. Terry Crews, and uh, we have, who's on these? Looks like it's Terry Crews. Is that Stephen Colbert? I don't even know who's on this. I think that's definitely Colbert. I don't know who the other two are. Look at this. There's him drafting it, the final project. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Nice. But hang on. Let me see if, okay, this is is it right here. Well, no, it's not. But even in one of those Old Spice commercials, he did the painting that's sitting on the, like on the mantelpiece. Oh, really? Yeah, it's. it's right. yeah, I don't know if you. It was like it was like him as a, what's like the half man, half horse. Oh, the um. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, look at that. That's him as the as a unsuccessful football player. I heard that's him, him as he, an unsuccessful football <laughs> player making art. But he's aware, though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, I'm not just going to run gonna, myself into the ground. I'm, I'm here for a couple arts. years. I'm not going to. I'm not better than any of these guys. Yeah. So I'm just going to start, you know, selling portraits to these guys that are successful as heck. The humility and humbleness behind that is beautiful. Yeah, there's not really many paintings up. But he was on. He was on this podcast. Uh, it was. Uh, do you know who? Oh, I can't even think of his name right now. But he's a successful dude. He was one of the early investors in Alibaba and okay. he and he has written books called the four hour work week, the four hour blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Tim Ferris. Okay. Tim yeah, Ferris, yeah, yeah. right? And so he's talking to Terry Cruz just all he's giving his life story. That's where I got this information from. And he Terry Cruz said that he eats once a day. But he'll have like a four thousand calorie meal. Wow. <laughs> it's like you see somebody like that who's Eating like that, like I thought it was eating small portions throughout the day, right? Was the good way to go, metabolism, you know? right? Yeah, man, maybe I just need to get get on that one meal a day diet. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it as long as you got feel, feel if you're eating 4,000 calories, yeah. even if it is one meal, that should hold you over, right? Yeah, but and he probably I, works start, out I, gotta, I was gonna say, I gotta start working out too. <laughs> that might be a, a big start to that, and I'm sure he's not au natural as far as the supplements go. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, he's got what does he have like. Four percent body fat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. 
But anyway, so we got give us a little a little inside information on Coach Nipe. Oh, Coach Nipe, the absolute legend of all legends. Yeah. That man, I think, you know, what I will say is it's it's almost going back to the Hildebrand conversation, right? Of not understanding true leadership at, at when, when you're going through. You see it, but you're almost, uh, like I was, for me personally, you know, when I was going through, I think I felt like I was just, I was intimidated. Uh-huh. You know, you didn't want to, you didn't want to do anything wrong in Coach Snipes' eyes, you know? Where did he come from? He, he, he just like, is just this I hate volleyball not, savant. I hate just not like, knowing that. Well, he, he played, he played Long Beach. He won a national championship. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he, so he played like, here. what, early 90s or something? Um... Sorry, Nipe, if you're listening, I want to say 92. Okay. Don't quote me on that, but <laughs> I feel that it might be a solid number. Yeah. Um, I, you should almost look it up. Oh, yeah. I, could, I, I have a computer sitting right here. I want to, um, say, I want to say 92, maybe 94. Uh, let's see. It's... Do type um, yeah national champions here we go um, uh, they got a legendary black and white photo that just okay that doesn't type in Al- Alan Knight national championships okay yeah good call yeah he was with I believe Tom Hoff and all the legends a lot of legends in the rafters do 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 do. All right, let's see. Oh, here. he's got he has you can't type in Alan Knight national champions. He's got too many recent now. Dude, this <laughs> is, this this is as crazy. As a player, as a player, you got to I'm do it. To, I'm just scrolling down this page It's out of control. Yeah. So, it's start Oh, yeah, these are all coaching. Sheesh. Yeah, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Okay, Knight. here we go. Knight played on Cal State Long Beach 49's men's volleyball team from 90 to 92. Look at me In go. 91, he was the All-American second team. Okay. And helped the 49ers to win an NCAA championship. In 92, he was named All-American first team. There we go. So Knight, I got your back. 92 first team, baby. He's on, he's on that Jordan timeline, you know. Yeah, Get that dude. first chip when you're in 91. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's, you know, he, that's where you know he stemmed from, and then just again it goes back yeah. to that hey the the coaching, the you know you play and you you want to give back to something that gave you so much you know and right. here he is now I mean you know he's he's coached the Olympic teams he's done every he, he's done everything you could do as as a coach he's going down in the you know he's going down in the history books yeah born at born at Huntington he actually went yep. to OCC before OCC. he transferred over here so eighty nine he was at OCC. Nice. Coaching career, he coached at Golden West from 94 to 95. So he basically, right out of college, just went over and started coaching Golden West. Yeah. Speaking of dudes, young young coaches, your buddy Adam, or Adam, <laughs> McKay Smith. McKay. I was going to say Adam McKay. Yeah, yeah, McKay <laughs> Smith, man. Yeah, tell me about that guy. Dude, McKay's, McKay's a beast. He's one of the... Um, assistant coach for the men's. Assistant coach for the men's now. Yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah, he looks like he's 25. He has, he hasn't aged since we were in school together. Yeah. Um, and he's one of McKay's an absolute character. He's very quick. He comes from, uh, you know, a family of announcers, you know, his father, uh, I believe was the announcer for the Clippers. Oh, what? No, no, no. Okay. Never mind. But I was thinking about Lawler. 
He was the play-by-play guy back oh, in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I forgot his first name, but Lawler's Law. Is it, is it, first to 100 father, wins. Maybe it was his father or his uncle. I'm not exactly sure. I don't know. He could have done radio or just something else. Yeah, but so a lot he, of people announcing he's games. Very, he, he's great at just, you know, he's one of those guys that will, will have, like, you know, the six-man tournament, and he's the one on the mic on a loudspeaker yelling at everybody. He's very quick-witted. He knows what to say. He's, he's a very he's, – he's an intellect, and he's got um, – He's very, he can be very soft-spoken at times, but also not in the slightest and just knows what to say at the right times. He's, McKay's the man. He's got, he's got, a, he's got a, a lot of knowledge that he carries um, and now is spreading to the youth everywhere. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so when you came out here from Corona, right, mm-hmm. what, was, uh, what was that feeling where you're like, dude, I'm finally out of the desert, man? You know, when I was... Um, I was probably the only one, you know, that I knew at my high school that was still going to the beach and like surfing after class. Oh yeah. Me and my buddy Brett, and we'd go to the beach, and then, and then when I was 15, my sophomore year, I started playing beach volleyball. So then I was at the beach constantly. So it was kind of a smooth transition. You know, it's funny because being out in Corona, it's like we were the, we'd have our surfboards in the back of the, you know, and everybody else had their, you know, dirt bikes. <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, like, where exactly. are you going surfing? Yeah, we're going to go drive 45, 50 yeah. minutes down the 91. Bunch of Sean you Strickland know? types. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it was, you know, it was an easy, it was a smooth transition, you know, just because, yeah. you know, that's, like, like I said, I started playing beach at 15, and then that was, you know, I was training almost every day on the beach for a while. Right, yeah, you said you would go down to Huntington and do the, yeah. the trainings. So is that where you went to the beach? Yeah. Down HB? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I went down it down to HQ in HB. <laughs> it's called. It's like a gastro pub. I, I checked out the playoff games a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, that's on, that's on PCH, right? Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's right across the street from Fred's. Yeah, it's Sandy's. Uh, it, was, it was decent, you know. They got a and, lot. Of, they have a lot of TVs. In all honesty, that's dude, it's like the Rock Bar, right? It's like they have yeah. this. They got like rock yes. memorabilia. It's around. a rock themed bar. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's very. Yeah. It's a. It's a rock. Th- I don't know what HQ stands for. Maybe headquarters, mm-hmm. but. Headquarters of what? I don't know. Yeah, the gastro scene, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I so I went to this place that was, they called themselves Huntington Beach Brewery. Something like that. They're upstairs from... Oh, like Brew Co. Yeah, the, the brick building. They don't brew any beer there. Um, I think they do. Well, they didn't have any of their beer available. So. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, "Where's your beer list?" You know, because I'm thinking, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm at a brewery. It's been around since I don't know nine. I remember it was like the longest brewery, running brewery, yada yada yada." And there were no Huntington Beach beers or brewers. Oh, or whatever. that's really funny. Yeah, I've got a Beachwood. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when you go around the bar to the backside. But now that I'm thinking about it, they don't have their own beers. Those are probably just for show, because I feel like they have those big cylinder containers. Yeah, no, they do. If, to the uh, on the if you're facing the bar to the left. To the left, where yeah. the bathrooms kind of are, like on that whole backside. Yeah. So that's just for show. I get they could have sold out. I guess they would still have a tap. They would have something. You have it. How do you sell something. out of your own beer? You got it right. There. Yeah, <laughs> you got know. it in the same facility. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Where was yeah. the gym in Huntington that you trained at? Only beach in Huntington. What oh, I thought. You, well, you said uh, you tra- you didn't you say you trained with Misty May down there or something? Like that? Or no, you just opened so that, up the that, gym that was, in in Irvine. Irvine. In, Irvine. in Irvine. Yeah, yeah. When I was training with her, it was because her and Karch 
they would like they would have the same training hours, you know, down in Huntington Beach. Mm. So that's when I would. That's when I was. Oh, oh, on the beach. On the beach. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. I get it now. And then yeah, they opened up the facility, indoor facility in Irvine. What's the What's the toughest learning curve going from the gym to the sand? Being able to move, like right? It, be, yeah. Like your agility on the sand. It's like you. You know, you go from thinking, you know, the timing is a big thing, right? Like when you go to jump to hit a ball, when you first try, you're jumping in the timing as if it was indoors. Yeah. You're hitting the ground before that ball is even coming down, you know? So it's like the timing and just the agility movements being able. So like we spent so much, you know, 60% of our training time just doing sand drills, not even touching a volleyball, just being able to learn the agility and being able to, you know, move fluidly through the sand. That's one of the biggest factors. Explain why there are so many service errors in the men's game compared to the women's. It seems like women get it over more frequently, but there's a little bit less. There were a couple. So Natalie Glenn and I believe, I forgot her name. There was some other, other uh, woman on the women's team that their balls would cut. Mm-hmm. You know, But a lot of them are just kind of placing them in locations i think that's a big factor i feel that the women's game they they do more jump floats mm, that's what it's called okay, the jump yeah. float and that ball's just floating and moving yeah right which in which answering really is sometimes much harder to pass much much more difficult to pass than a rip jump serve okay you know de- depending you know because sometimes you get a hard jump serve that's kind of like a down ball you know, and it's like you're, you're trained on that. But a float serve, those balls are moving so very much. You know, unless you get these servers like, you know, like I sent you that video of TJ serving, you know, 78 miles per hour or whatever. Yeah. And that ball's, that ball's cutting through. Like, that's just, it's insane. But I think that's the biggest. And like in men, you know, in the men's game, when, especially at Long Beach State, you're, you're going for your jump serve. You're going up there to rip it. You're not just trying to get it in play because – at, you know, at this level, too, it's if you go up and just kind of give them a jump serve that's easy to get, that's a free ball to them. So you, right. if you're yeah. going to do it, you have to go at it hard. So you, I'd rather almost miss than give them an easy one because if they give them an easy one, you're going to, you know, so you just, you just got to go for it. Yeah, you you're know? just going to get that and, and with jump floats, have a lot more control. I mean, not more control, but it's, it's much more consistent, I feel, on a jump float than it is a rip jump serve. Right, okay. <clears throat> so... When coaches flashing fingers, you know, one, two, three, those are positions for the serves, right? Yeah, where they want the serve to go. So is there like a universal, like this is the one quadrant? Yes. This is the two, what are the quadrants? So where if you're looking, if you're at the net looking off to your side of the court. So your, your back is facing your opponent is what you're saying? Yes, well, yeah, just for, for, for this right. scenario. Right, yeah. Yeah, backs to the opponent. Area one would be the back left. Okay. Area two would be to my left, like the front right. Okay. Middle is three, four to the right. Five is the right back, opposite side okay, of the Okay, so, so time it. So one, back left. Yep. Two, front left. Front, yeah, yes, yep. And then Compa- three in the middle, yep. just like that dead man zone in the middle. At the net. So like oh, right at the net. It's okay. kind of at the net. Like it's like, so you want to get it as close, you know. It's like that. those areas are deep and short. Uh, so okay. it's just they're kind of on the same across the board. Okay. Nice and so there's six, there's six spots. Six spots. So, it's, so okay, so four would be just to your right, five, five. six, five yeah. in the back right, and then six in the middle. Exactly. Middle back. Middle back, yep. Yeah. Yep. How did you serve? 
Um, I did. Serving seems tough, dude. Sometimes these dudes are throwing the ball up like 20 feet in the air. Yeah. I don't know how you time it. Yeah. It was um, repetitions. We do those things a thousand times a day. Yeah, you know? I guess, like, right. <laughs> but um, I, was, I was a jump. I was a jump surf guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sometimes it'd be jump flow, depending on how I was feeling for that day. You yeah. know, if my timing and anything was slightly off, I would do a jump float. But I felt like I had a pretty good jump float as well that would move around. But then when I'm feeling really confident and I'm playing well, it'd be a hard jump serve. Yeah, no, that's. that's I great. was surprised, dude. When I so we just had the alumni game. Okay. Right, I missed it. I missed. I, it. I, had, I had an event I needed to go you to. Missed. But. I hope the event was great because this alumni game was phenomenal. It was. So wait, when, when was the alumni game again? Oh, jeez. It was in exactly October. Is that, Is that? It was October? Yeah, maybe October. Yeah, no, this is, there's actually kind of a funny story behind it. So I go to, you know, I'm with Marielle, and we're, go, mm-hmm. we're going, going to, like, a costume party, right? It's like an engagement costume party around Halloween time or whatever. Yeah. And, it, and dude, like, we wore, like, regular costumes. Not regular co- Like, I w- it was the, um, the Adams family, right? Morticia okay. and Gun- Gomez? Okay. Yeah. So you wore a like I, I, yeah, I had like yeah. one of those packages, like the you know you buy a, a costume in a package, and it was like yeah, it looked fine. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's wearing like quote unquote costumes. Like the the bride to be was a swan, and she's just wearing this like elegant white dress. I don't even know what her husband was dressed up as, just like some fly guy. <laughs> I'm over here, with, I'm over here with a fake mustache on. Oh, that's like, great. Other than that, it was fun. It was a it was a good time, but that just initial that walk period, in, like, initial like walking in, like oh, oh boy, <laughs> I told you we should have worn these, honey. <laughs> I was like, dude, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Anyway, what happened at the at the alumni game? Oh, alumni <laughs> alumni game was yeah, <laughs> alumni game was great. Um, it's rad. Like the alumni games are always awesome because like you know, all the generations come out. You know, so you get to see a lot of the old old school cats come in, and you know, it's just a a nice bonding experience, you know. Um, but I was surprised. Like, dude, I haven't, I haven't played volleyball. I haven't coached. I haven't. So touched. you actually played. Better, fu- better believe it, <laughs> dude. Yeah. I got clips to show you. Not trying to more harm, but I'm getting old, and I haven't touched the volleyball. I, it was funny. I was joking with my girl, and I was like, I don't even know the last time I jumped off the ground. Yeah. Grown men. I'm not playing sports. What do I need to jump off the ground for? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And you but, don't play like pickup basketball or anything yeah, like that. Dude, yeah, dude. Yeah, I haven't been doing much at all. And just been slinging that coffee. You know? Or do you don't sell coffee? coffee. No, you sell all, coffee like all, like, shop stuff. Yeah, yeah. So anything that like a market, uh, coffee shop, anything that they have in there, everything from beverages to food to all the above, I, I sling that all to all through LA. Best bag of chips you guys sell? We have one bag of chips. Oh, what is it? Christie's. And they're trash. I never even heard of them. They're greasy, oh. way too much flavor. They're they're terrible. By the way, pick up Christie's from Justin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. Shoreline, <laughs> ShorelineSupply.com. Go get your Christie's chips. I'll give you a discount. <laughs> so, yeah, you impressed yourself. Yeah, dude, you're, I did. You're killing it. It was one of those because I think so much of, you know, I feel like a lot of it, it's kind of like, you know, your golf game. When you really don't care is when you do well. When you're thinking about it too much is you're going to screw up. Yeah, you get tense. You get tense. You, you got to yeah. be fluid with it. And I'm finally at a point in my life where I don't care if I do poorly. Right. Because I know I'm not training anymore and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out there and have some fun with it. So I do it. I was jump serving. I made every jump serve. I got an ace. I hit two balls. I got two kills. Nice. One of their opposites. <laughs> I forget his name. Sorry, bud. 
rips a ball. Yeah. I'm talking rips on the 10 foot line, and I just lipped it like it was nothing. Well, what does lift it mean? Lift it means you just dug it, per, dug, lift it like you got under lift it. Lift like L I P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah, a, like a lift is a penalty. Yes, lift is a penalty. Yeah. But lift it is I like was, a. I was like, were you happy about that? Yeah, lift. I lift it. Yeah, I, no, touched, you, I touched the ball. I yeah. lifted it, though, but <laughs> I touched it. He hit it really hard. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, you did great, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was fun. It was, it was good. I, I surprised myself. It felt good to get out there, and it kind of motivated me to kind of start playing again and just go and have fun at the beach. and you know, getting back in it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I miss I'll, it. I'll go play some beach volleyball with you. That's I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'll be able to keep up, but I'll try to. I'll try to set you up. We'll be all right. Like I said, we're at a point now where we're having fun. You know, yeah. we take yeah. the competition out of it. You know, let's go enjoy ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Those uh, those volleyball courts about a, about a that used to be about a block away from your apartment. Yeah, not not even right in front. Yeah, and I think I played there once. I lived there for five years. Really, you only played the twice, maybe. Wow. Yeah. You just didn't have anybody to play with, or you just no, it was busy? One, and... You know, it was, yeah, busy and the fact, I mean, busy is an excuse, right? I think yeah. it was to a point where at that point in my life, I was, because I hadn't played, because I haven't, you know, I haven't been training, and mm -hmm. I go out and play, it's very frustrating, because I, I let my ego get to me, you know? Right. And like we were talking about before, and it's like, you know, I get frustrated because I'm not jumping like I used to. I'm not hitting the ball like I used to. And it got to a point where I just let my ego get the best of me. And I was like, I don't even want to play because it's not, I can't play like I used to. Mm -hmm. You know, and then, mm -hmm. like I said earlier, it's like when you get to a point where you just don't care, I got nobody to impress. Uh, I know that I'm not going to be as good as I, you know, once was. Yeah. And you go out there and have fun. And then that's when you actually surprise yourself. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. wait, I'm, I was beating myself up pretty hard about how poor I would do, but I still feel like I got it pretty well. <laughs> yeah. You know? No, yeah. Like when we, so back to the whole golf thing, right? Yeah. When we went to Top Golf a few weeks ago, I, we, you know, I was trying to crush it, mm -hmm. you know, and I was hitting the ball terribly. But at the same time, I didn't, I, I didn't care too much. But when I stepped, like, in between my turn to hit, when I got up there, I was like, all right, I'm just going to go jacket, you know, boom, boom. But, it didn't go very well. My chipping was good because yeah. I was wasn't swinging so hard. Because you're smooth with it. And then I play I played nine uh, on Thursday morning, right? Okay, we gotta go golfing, by the way. Yeah, we do. I was Absolutely. crushing it, dude. Yeah, yeah, because I was just like, you know what? I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna think about you having my hands in, in the right spot at contact and nothing else. Yeah, and that's all that matters, really. Especially yeah. with golf, you know, like dude, golf. It's the it's the time. big the amount of times because I would say I played you know 18 holes, maybe 10, 15 times in my life. Yeah, not many. Yeah. At all. But I'm pretty pretty decent at golf. Yeah. But it's so funny, like, you know, I've I've gone, you know, every time I've went, you know, with one buddy and we get paired up with another, you know, pair or something. And these guys go out there every week taking this thing so seriously. Yeah. And here I am, you know, having a beer, just <laughs> oh, I played ten times before, you know, not caring. And I end up beating that. Like I I'm parring you know, holes and they're getting five, six, and they're just livid yeah i don't oh, think there's anything better than that it's just like guys like you know they they see me not care at all and yeah. then they're just like that makes me even more upset it's like guys this, this is supposed to be fun oh it's definitely i mean i've been there this before is, too where it's just like a whirlpool yeah you're just like getting more and more angry and just yeah and then you're gonna lose more balls like, oh my god i go into every golf day like the more times i yell four it's gonna be an okay day oh yeah you know what i mean but the funny thing is when i go into that like not once. You, you know what I mean? It's just, it's going in with a mentality of 
be loose. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that it's just, that's the rule of life, really. You know what I mean? Don't be, don't be stressed. Don't be worried. Be who you are. Have fun. Enjoy it. And everything's going to roll way more fluid. Yeah, for real, man. And nobody does that better than you. Like, you're a very laid-back person. It's just kind of easy to be around. I appreciate that. You know, it's, it's one of those things that took, you know, I, I, I feel like I've always kind of had that persona, but never was really actually laid back. I kind of put that on because that's like the persona that I was, like the cool, chill part, whatever. That was Jay May. That was Jay May. Now right? you're Justin. Dude, I was, yeah. Well, it's funny because like, you know, when I, when I come back and it's like, oh, like, you know, all the, you know, all the other boys, hey, Jay May, Jay May, you know, and then I've gone back a couple of times. Hey, Justin. It's like, you've never once have ever called me Justin. You must see the change. Yeah, dude. You got, you got that, you know, $60 haircut going on right you now, know? man. Dude, I don't know I, how much your haircut dude, costs. I did it. You cut that? I did it. Well, so I- It looks- I appreciate that. You cut that yourself? I, dude, I, it's my first time I've ever cut my hair. But, <laughs> but I got to say this. So I did a, a chop out the back. I had blades on, right? I don't know how you can go any shorter- and I did the blade all the way around, and all of a sudden you hear, and it got my back, and it went way shorter than other. So I had a whole patch here. Oh, no kidding. So I had my girl do it all the way around, but this was 90% me. Wow. I was impressed as well. That's very impressive. Dude, I was, I was yeah. in. I, was, I wouldn't even, I'm not even going to try to cut my hair, dude. Dude, I, I, was in the, I was in the bathroom, and it was just, it was getting long, and my hair was getting gray. And I'm okay with the grays, but I was like, I just need, it's, I need a it's, trim. It's, 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 it, I mean, yeah, exactly. Wisdom, You're a wise time. person. Now, it's yeah. the Justin and not you, the J. May. You exactly. Know I mean? You are now <laughs> Justin. <laughs> and so I, I felt like I almost had like a Britney Spears moment, dude. I was in there like shaving my head for the first time. I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I laughed. I called my girl. I'm like, I'm having a, I don't know what. I just all of a sudden wanted to cut my own hair. Like I've yeah. never once had that thought ever. Yeah. But. Here we are. Yeah. At least you didn't have, like, you weren't, you know, juggling knives or whatever. Yeah. That Britney Spears moment was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor thing. <laughs> no, the poor thing. <laughs> well, yeah, man. So uh, I think we're just about just about out of time here. Beautiful, man. Well, you got anything Anything you want to end this on? Um, No, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited for this. You know, just going back to the whole volleyball thing, you know, since we're on campus, it just, you know, obviously brings back a lot of memories. And I'm just, I'm stoked for this season. I'm going to be making, you know, big effort, you know, to be going to all these games. And I feel the alumni support through every sport, through the community, as much as you can do, you know, to, to keep rocking that and don't forget where the roots are. And so this year I'm going to be making a big effort to really give back as much as I can, help out practices or, you know, whatever's, whatever's welcomed on, you know, their end. Um, but other than that, go beach. And uh, thank you for having me on, brother. This has been fun. Yeah. Thanks for coming on.